Hey, hey guys. guys. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
like I swear to God, at the time I thought it was a cockroach. Yeah, it had the that's same. That's what I was gonna say. What, what it was had it? the same shape of like a cockroach, but it was one of those like creepy like, beetles was that it like flies. A- was it a palmetto bug? They're yeah, like, it might have been. They it crunched. That motherfucker they're, they're crunched big, yeah. into the ceiling. Yeah, and they it was like cockroaches. How would what size would you describe that as? Because it's like not. I can't. It's like two fingers, maybe. Oh, is it like this? Bigger. This fucker oh. was big. Like they're long, like cockroaches. It's like a big beetle. I wonder if it's the opinion. same thing. Literally, yes. Oh my god. I think it was yesterday. We were at my house, me and Jeter, and like it's dead quiet. Nobody's home. Did you hear all the it? lights like, are off? They, all the all the TVs are off. Nothing's going on, and I just heard like, yep, like oh. it's something was hitting the like sliding glass door. He was trying to break in, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck was that?" I start panicking because like I had heard it and I didn't say anything, and then I heard it two more times, and I was like, uh-uh. "What we the fuck was that?" This. So he like goes outside <laughs> and he like opens the door and he's like looking around, and then I see him like look down and he just busts out laughing. And I'm like, "What the fuck's so funny?" And he's like, "Come look at it," and it was that big ass beetle, <laughs> and I was like, "Close the fucking door." First oh of all, yeah, no. and second of all, like, what is it doing? Like, it was literally just flying suicidal. Into yeah, it was like I'm either getting in or I'm gonna die. That's <laughs> like oh those, my are God. The those are the two here. options here. It was God, it was horrifying. traumatic. But then the next morning, I was like, ah, uh, so my bad. Like about <laughs> last about night, you. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, nah, like you're good. Like I didn't think he thought it was just like a little bug. And yeah. I was like, I'm not the two things I can't handle: cockroaches uh-huh. and spiders. Anything in the cockroach family, you're dead to me. I fucking hate it. Like, one time I vacuumed one up because I was so scared to kill it. And yeah. I put the vacuum outside for the night. Because I was like, this guy could get out of it. He could break this out guy. of the vacuum. <laughs> this guy. This guy could break out of the I don't really vacuum. get like that with bugs. As Like, I don't want them on me. Right. But, like, I don't, don't have, like, a phobia. You don't want to be awakened to I'm one not, like, crawling on your No, neck. I definitely don't. But, like, I don't have, like, a like Fear I'll fucking them. kill it myself. I don't need yeah. somebody to like kill it for yeah. me and like oh, I'll no. pick it up with the toilet paper and flush it or something. I can do like, that with anything except cockroaches. I mean, I don't necessarily want to. If do I it, have to, actually, if I have to do it, I will. But <laughs> I will have a panic attack. There was oh my god, I if felt it's on me, so though, I don't bad. Like, I don't Lauren like that. was at my parents' house one day, and like there was a huge spider in the kitchen. Like he was like. No, that's dramatic. I don't know. Like, probably two quarters. Yeah. He was pretty... He was meaty for yeah. an inside spider. He yeah. didn't belong in here. Yeah. And I, like, FaceTimed my parents. And I was like, what do I do? And mom was like, <laughs> kill it. And I'm, like, on the verge of tears. Because yeah. I'm like, this thing is huge. And granted, I hadn't had much sleep, so I think I was actually delusional. So I'm, like, in tears on FaceTime. Like, what do I do? And mom's like, kill it. And my like, thing is, like, if you don't get it the first time and then it starts fucking flying, oh, that's when I don't like. Yeah, no, that's not what the Because then it feels like he's coming for you. Yeah, like, like, you can't like, stop it. He's retaliating. And you don't know what they're going to do. Oh, my gosh. I just... No, cockroaches and uh, spiders are not for me. So that was one of my updates. Good Lord, that was traumatic. Um, Well... Oh, I'm pregnant. Yes. <laughs> In case anybody hasn't heard the news. Why'd you make me go first? Because, you know, I didn't want to... dog update. Um, <laughs> it felt appropriate. Dude, I, I know, know I've already said it, but congrats. I know. This thanks. is going to be so fun. We get another one. I'm like, you get to have it, so I don't have to. And I still get to play with it. It. it well, I love how everyone everyone thinks it's a boy. Yeah, we're all convinced. Everybody. But I even have a slight inclination that it's a boy. That's the only reason I think I lean that way is because you've said it so yeah, many times. And like, but I with also, Myla, when I knew I was, when I found out I was pregnant with her, like, I you knew it was a wanted girl. a girl, but I also just, like, felt like it was a girl. Yeah. Never felt like it was a boy, and this time, like, I don't have, like, a strong feeling that it's a girl. I don't have, like, necessarily a strong feeling that it's a boy, but I think everybody else thinking it's a boy and, like, 
Jeter manifesting it being a boy and everybody else is like making me subconsciously think think it's a boy. Yeah. And I had to accept that because like, I don't know shit about boys. I know girls. I can do girls all day long. They're easy. Oh, don't say that ever again. (laughs) Uh, Also, Sabrina's coming out this episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Interesting. I'm actually pregnant through, just kidding. Um, But yeah, so I can do girl. Okay, I gotta stop, stop saying, saying that. that. I can handle yeah. having a girl child. Like I can do all that. I don't know the first thing about having a boys. boy child. I didn't grow up around boys. I had all sisters growing up. Like and boys are. I know I say this a lot. But boys are dumb. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. But like I've accepted it now. Like I literally don't want to like change a baby boy's diaper. Yeah, no. Like, do I don't know what to do with all that. Well, that's... <laughs> I'm a little boy. I don't. <laughs> yes, you, well, you will. You I'm, will. I will, we'll, I'm sure. We'll learn. Or we'll just make Jeter do all of it. There we because go. Because I've already done this one, so now it's his yeah, turn. Yeah, <laughs> it's his turn. He's going to be like, nah, it'll be a fair partnership. He was, he was like, he said, he was like, if it's a girl, I'm out. Like, I'm not... He's not, like, not he's, he's, he's like, he's like I'm going to be useless as a parent if it's a girl, because, like, I'm not going to be able to discipline a girl. Oh, he was like, I can discipline a boy, but like I won't. He was like, him. I won't be able to like say no to a little girl. He's yeah, like, I will. can't even say no to you, like or Myla. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, good point. I can say no to a girl though. Don't worry, I got yeah, this. Yeah, you can. Apparently. So it would be. I don't know. I think I can see you with either. I think I used to only see you with girls just because of the way you mm-hmm. talk about it. But I think either is, and Jeter can do either too. Like it's he's gonna be yeah. fine. He'll be okay. But either way, that kid's gonna play baseball or softball or something. Apparently, it's gonna be a UFC fighter. Okay, that's great for. It's not happening. No, I was like, that I poor mean, it, child's brain. It can. I know, like, but like you're getting rocked all the time. Obviously, if it's a girl, it's gonna play softball. Yeah. Obviously, if it's a boy, like I say, it's gonna play baseball, and he's like, well, baseball and wrestling season are at the same time, so. What? We might have a fight. <laughs> He's not going to win this one. I know. <laughs> I was like, we could just let the kid decide what they want to do. <laughs> we'll do both up until, well, how? I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we will. There. Wait, wrestling is in the fall. I have no idea. No, the guy just goes into train. spring. You're right. Yeah. I think it's a winter spring, isn't it? I don't know. Probably. I'm trying to think back to school. I know. In I high was school. Too. I feel like they did like their intense workouts it probably, and stuff like, when we were, which would have been. It probably like. Fall. They probably like coincide like at the end of wrestling, the beginning of baseball. Because a lot of wrestlers played football, didn't they? And that's a fall yeah, sport, a so it would be did. like winter into spring. Yeah, I that love makes sense. That would. I don't Anyways, know. Anyways, we got time to figure yeah, that out. <laughs> but that's one of my updates. Um, another one of my updates is I got a new job, Yay! which is the best thing ever. I never talked about my job on here. Like, my current job. And my new job will be so much better overall. Like, I'm actually going to be making the same amount of money. But it's close. I'll have benefits. Two-second commute. Perfect. Perfect schedule. Yeah. Like, literally couldn't be better. So. I'm excited for you. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yes. Um, my next update. Okay, Amazon. <laughs> I was like, what was that? There's a package on my front door. I'm surprised oh. the dogs didn't freak out. Um... So I watched this documentary. Mm-hmm. I love how you have these life-changing. <laughs> She's like, there was a bug on me the other night. <laughs> and my updates are a bugging bug. And it's really great documentary I watched. But uh, anyways, 
my life is great, guys. <laughs> it really is, I promise. I have updates, and I'll share them one day. I was going to say, you have had some changes. I've had a couple. Yeah. I've had a handful. I'm not sure if I need to mic drop everyone just yet. And I don't want to one-up you, you know? Yeah, not that yeah. I'm pregnant, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nope. Nope. Um, okay, so the documentary was called The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Oh. Okay, no, it's Whites, like their last name. Okay. The Whites, okay. the White That's family. Better. That's yeah, better. I know, same, but I was like, whoo, <laughs> yikes. Um... For those of you who don't know, that's, like, where I was born. I try not to claim it because, uh-huh. um, like, why would you want to claim that? Right. But we moved when I was so young that I've basically grown up here. Mm-hmm. Um, this documentary was <laughs> so insightful. I recommend it to everyone. But it was so cringe and so just infuriating at the same time. So it basically follows his family for a year and I can't even, like, my outfit right now is mm-hmm. something they would be wearing. Like, 24-7. Okay. This is dressed up. They okay. go out like this. Okay. But, God, there's so much. So, basically, one of the dad was, like, this famous tap dancer. But he, it, no, it was pretty cool, actually. Okay. But he was, before that, he was a coal miner. And, obviously, like, coal mining's very important and big up there in West yeah. Virginia. But, um, so, he did that for a while. And then he did dancing. And they had, him and his wife had, I think it was four kids, one of them was, like, shot because he got in a fight, altercation or something. One of the girls died. I can't remember Did how. Did the guy die or he just Yeah, he, he died. Okay. He died. He got shot. He was murdered. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can be shot and live. <laughs> My bad. He was straight up. No, no, no. He got shot. <laughs> okay. Well, he's dead. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, he's really dead. Um, and one of his sons, like, does the dancing stuff now. Like, okay. Did, or did it, sorry. Um, he got, like, super, he got pretty famous. Like, when he did songs with, like, I think it was Hank Williams III or something oh like my that. God. I think. But it was, like, he was weird. But he huffed so much gasoline for so long. There's an actual hole in like his brain. Like, on purpose? Yes! Because he loved it. <laughs> he loved that shit. That's the epitome of this documentary. They all did drugs. Like, one of them, one of the... Um, I gotta watch this. Oh, it's so good. I'm not kidding. It is so good. But one of the one of the daughters, or granddaughters of I feel this like guy, I'm, like, getting... I'm thinking of something, and I don't know what it is that it's reminding me of, but I don't know. Keep going. Okay. There's a couple other documentaries. Like, it had the suggested ones after I finished I feel like that. it's like it a book called or Hillbilly. Something. I don't know. Keep thinking. Um, I'm gonna But then there on. was one of the granddaughters of the initial tap dancing guy. Oh, I remember. I think her name was Kirk. Kirk. They called her Kirk. <laughs> okay. um, and she was pregnant and had her baby. And right after she gives birth, they cut to her doing lines of crushed up pills in the what hospital. What is the time period of this? Like, when does this I think it was place? in 2009. Oh. Was when I'm, it came okay. out. Yeah. So they the did. The thing I'm thinking of, I just remembered. Was is, it recent? No. It takes place in, like, the late 1800s. Oh, no, no, no. This is this. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it's like this. It's just, I'm just thinking of, it's like a morbid podcast, like, oh, episode gosh. that I've listened to. About like this guy was basically a serial killer, but the like sniffing gasoline sounds vaguely sounds like familiar. Him. Casey, but in the 1800s, oh, not Jesus. like no. This recently. was recent. Okay. Um, maybe he was probably he was huffing in the 90s, I'd assume, or early 2000s, because he wasn't doing it anymore because of the brain thing. You the know? brain, you know. Yeah, he couldn't remember which head. side it was on. But Casey was telling me about this podcast where it's like it um, focuses on murders in national parks. And each episode, I know, I was like, that sounds like something I'd enjoy. So I want to start watching or listening to that. Um, I'll keep you guys posted if it's good or not. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Um, But back to this fucking documentary. The Whites. The Whites. The Whites. uh, So Kirk, 
had her baby and then uh, is seen doing lines in the um, hospital room with her baby right there. Um, and then um, CPS yeah. comes in and takes her baby. Yeah, as they should. <laughs> and so, like, there was this, like, probably 15-minute part of the documentary where her mom, I think it's, or no, it's her sister. Her sister's in the front seat driving, and they're in a Taco Bell drive through And her sister just keeps yelling through the window at someone they know inside the Taco Bell. She's yelling at them, CPS took her baby! <laughs> oh my god, I gotta <laughs> watch just, this. It's so good. And they're like, they found drugs in it! And I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is absolutely infuriating, though. I gotta watch it. Because none of these, like, they aren't working. Is it on Netflix? Uh, no, I think I ended up watching it. I can't remember what it was on. Okay. I'm gonna I'll find, find it. it for you, because, like, it's so fucking good. It was wild. But then one of the other sisters of that girl, the one who um, got her baby take CPS, took her baby, that one, um, her sister, Sue Bob, I'm not making Stop. this up. I'm not making it up. She is the hottest of all the sisters. She sounds Thousands hot. have told her this. She sounds And she hot. stripped from when she was like 17 to 19. Mm. And so, you know, she's, she's the hot shit. But she, all of them have a voice of someone who started smoking when they were they probably uh, three did. months old. They probably, probably, they like, probably did. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. It was the most infuriating like I'm saying like to watch them and this poor baby is going through withdrawal they and, don't show any of that but in yeah. my mind I'm like and like the fact that they're probably making money off of this documentary being exploited and, for being mm -hmm. shitty people and parents mm -hmm. it just it made me so sad but then it, they talk they have like um the defense attorneys and like the district attorney they interview yeah. them for the documentary too and the one guy was like they're clever not educated, not intelligent. <laughs> Very They're big clever. difference. Yeah. yeah, and that's what he kept saying. He was like, they know how to work the system. They are, and that's another thing that they describe these people, specifically the white family, is that they have so many generations of coal miners in their family, and mm -hmm. it's just statistically shown that is the most dangerous job. Mm -hmm. And the men and women that have those jobs have no they have very little regard for their lives. Yeah. Like they'll do anything for immediate gratification, and that was exactly the theme of this documentary yeah. it was insane that's super interesting i'm gonna need to watch that that sounds like it was I'd so watch. good but then the whole weekend show guy was just saying cps took my baby <laughs> and i'm like Shut up. <laughs> it was so good i recommend that to everyone and not just because i'm from there but it is not a representation of west virginia let me fucking say that <laughs> yeah absolutely not maybe boone county i haven't been there um but no it was just it was sad and hard to watch <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it was so good. I'm gonna watch it. Oh my god. Um, I don't. I'm good on updates. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I could possibly top that. Give anything more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have anything else left no. to say. Oh jeez. All right. Well, we'll dive in then. Okay. Um. So initially, we had a different topic for today, but we're just gonna dive into this one because we already planned for one. this. Yeah. Um. So we had a little bit of research done. This one was on our radar, but. Yeah. But now we get to actually do it. Um. So we're gonna talk about some attachment styles and the theories behind that. Um. We're gonna focus mainly. I don't want to talk about like the kid shit. Like obviously that's relevant because yeah. it feeds into like your adult life but we'll focus on like relationships and yeah. then like also I found a really cool article about how it um impacts your sex life too I want to learn about that yeah because I'm not very super familiar with like attachment styles yeah we're at learning all. together like we're all I've learning. heard like people you know I like see on Twitter people like oh it's because of my anxious avoidant or whatever like 
Okay, but you know you have it, so what are we doing and about it? And I don't it? know what that even means. <laughs> now you like, will. First Honestly, of all, I'm like, could. okay, if you know what it means, then what are we doing? What are we exactly. doing? That's going to be a... Th- so, I'm going to have a little bit of a learning experience here, reading about what all they are, but we both also took the test and yeah. got our own results, which were the same. We took two different tests, by we the did. way. The first I got one, secure for both of them. Same. So I did too, at least which, there's guys, that. that's what you want, just yeah. so you know. We're not even bragging right now. No, because um, it gives you like an eight-page PDF report <laughs> after, and it says, congratulations. Yeah, like, I did. This is great news if you have a secure attachment style. That's literally out of the four, that's the only good one. Yeah, which is kind of like crazy because I don't think I've I didn't even know secure was one because I don't ever see or hear people talk about that one. Because we're so secure in it, we don't need to talk about it. I know. I always, <laughs> like, I've literally only ever knew like I see anxious and avoidant and like yeah. that's all I've ever known yeah. about attachment styles I didn't know what else there was or how they go together or anything like that because those are the ones people talk about I guess I think there's also a decent amount of overlap between those two like just yeah. based on some of the reading I did today it sounds mm-hmm. like there's a decent amount in both and then um obviously I mean that impacts any relationship you have so it's going to impact your sex life too yeah so. But for the purpose of this podcast and the relevant things we talk about, dating and sex lives, we'll talk about the relationship, those, those two parts of it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the four types. We have anxious, avoidant, disorganized, and secure. I think the least familiar I'm with is the disorganized, which might be the worst. <laughs> the worst. I love how we're ranking them. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, we don't actually know no. if that's the worst. We but. know nothing. Um, so I'm going to read just a few little facts about this. So for adults with an anxious attachment style, the partner is often the better half. The thought of living without your partner being alone causes high levels of anxiety. People with this type of attachment typically have a negative self-image while having positive views of others. That's sad. That is sad. I don't know. And this is the one that most people are or at least think they are mm-hmm. or say is that they wait are. this is the most common one i mean as far as like attachment styles i don't know if it's the most common but like for someone who doesn't know anything about attachment styles when i hear the word attachment styles i think of the words anxious and avoided just because those are the only two words two i've ever seen up associated with it yeah. like that people talk about i feel like a lot of this is kind of self-explanatory too because yeah. it has like that um you often seek approval, support, and responsiveness from your partner. Fear of abandonment. Yeah. What Stuff else like that. That makes sense for people who are anxious. It does. It's not necessarily like having anxiety. It's just, I mean, you probably do have anxiety, but that's a totally different. Oh, yeah. I mean, thing. if your attachment style is anxious, I can't yeah. imagine you're not you anxious in anxiety, real life. Yeah. Okay. And the next one is avoidant. This is the other one I hear a lot about. Um, it says, the dismissing and avoidant type would often perceive themselves as lone wolves, strong, independent, and self-sufficient, not necessarily in terms of physical contact, but rather on an emotional level. Makes sense. Avoidant, like you avoid emotional connections, I guess, yeah. with others. Um, they don't believe that they have to be in a relationship to feel complete. That's not a bad thing. No. Okay. So I, when you did the um, first quiz I sent you... Mm-hmm. Oh, just another fact about this. These people have high self-esteem um, and a positive view of themselves. So Interesting when I that took most people the, are like anxious avoidant. How do you, how are you both? It's two both. separate ones. No, no, no. I, no, I know, separate. but a lot of people say like anxious avoidant. They're I'm, wrong. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't make any sense. Because like <laughs> Actually, a lot of people I don't, will be like, I'm, 
I'm anxious slash secure, whatever. Like you can have two. You can because so the first ones we did did a percentage say, of each one. We did an NPR quiz earlier, and I honestly didn't like that one after I found the second one because I feel like the questions asked on the second one were better. But for the NPR, that quiz, one also only gave you three. Yeah. Option. Yeah. Three. Three. It told you anxious, types. avoidant, and secure, it and it gave you a percentage of each one. Also, did your percent add up to one hundred? Okay, mine went to one twenty-five, and I was like, mine "What went, the fuck?" Mine went to one hundred, and Jeter's went to like one seventy. Okay, show guy had like one fifty something. Yeah, think. it didn't make any so sense. So I don't know how. That's why I didn't like that one. I was like, "How that are they make scoring any sense. this?" What's the metrics? But here? the thing that I did like about that one is that it gives you a more of a breakdown on your your type yeah so I was mostly secure I was like 75% secure Mm -hmm. and then I had 25% avoidant and 25% or no I can't remember now I I was partly avoidant I had 25% anxious 25% avoidant and 50% secure okay and mine equaled 100 so then when Jeter did his and he had like 88% secure 38% anxious anxious like 22% avoidant I was like how does that that don't even make sense that's why I didn't like that one okay I didn't like it but I think that you can have a little bit of all of them. And then yeah. I think that showed even more when we did the second quiz because it had dis- specific to parents. Like yeah. your mother or mother figure and then your father or father and figure. And it showed or- it to you on a graph, mm-hmm. which was really cool. That was cool. Like that showed all of them mm-hmm. and where you placed for that specific thing. And it, it shows them. you how you are being yeah. ranked as secure or whatever yeah compared so to i got else. a lot of my security from my mom yeah and then there I, what did i tell you my dad's was moderately secure my parents so were i think i get equal. a little bit of the avoidance because yeah. of that relationship yeah and i was like huh, makes, that makes sense. sense it does i thought that was cool mine were like for my parents they were it was like the average was like seven for my mom and like 6.6 for my dad yeah mine was similar. and then the relationship one was like the most secure it could be. It was like all the way oh, in the yeah. bottom left corner. Yeah. And then the the general relationships one was, I don't remember what the number was. I, I can look at it. But it was that. the one that was the most like middle ground as opposed okay. to like being super secure. Yeah. I think I had most secure in my relationships because I'm so picky, honestly. Yeah. That I'm like, I'm not going to be with someone where when I don't I feel fir- secure. When I first was doing the NPR one too, I was like, do I answer this based on my current yep. relationship you do though yep or do i answer it based on like how i generally Past. feel which is why i like the second one because mm-hmm. it it asks the difference between your current romantic partner versus his, like general relationships yeah. it did do that because i was like my answers for all of these would be drastically different for any other relationship than like this one right now so i'm glad that we we cleared that up yeah um okay what's the next one disorganized yeah, because we just did avoidant. Yeah. So disorganized. Um, the disorganized types tend to show unstable and ambiguous behaviors in their social bonds. They also don't have to um, be in a relationship to feel complete. So they Which can be that? alone. Dismissive. No. Oh. Oh, that was avoidant. I'm doing. I skipped to disorganized. We How just did we that do one this? was avoidant. Oh, I'm sorry. Dismissive. Avoidant. Sorry, guys. I'm doing the strike through, and I forgot the strike through. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Go ahead. You're good. Okay, so we're on the next one now, disorganized. (laughs) They tend to show unstable and ambiguous behaviors in their social bonds. Um, The partner and the relationship themselves are the source of both desire (laughs) and fear. That doesn't, that sounds so unhealthy. That's extremely toxic. That makes me sad. Um, I don't, also, I don't want to talk too much shit on any of these because obviously it stems from your childhood. And people have them. Exactly. And that's okay. So I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like. It's just, it is. It's toxic. It is. Like, and that's the thing. That's, yeah. yeah. It, it is toxic. We're just stating facts here. Yeah. We're not Sorry, guys. judging and people for having these. And obviously, we know everything about this, so take it all to heart because <laughs> we're being so honest. We are. 
um, we can read. So, <laughs> watch. Um, we got all this shit on Wikipedia. I know. <laughs> um, this one says they want disorganized people want intimacy and closeness, closeness, but at the same time they have trouble trusting and depending on others. That makes sense. Yeah, because you um, wouldn't. They don't regulate their emotions well and avoid strong emotional attachment due to their fear of getting hurt. That's sad. I feel like I have a little bit. That sounded a little bit like me. Mm-hmm. Wait, didn't it? Yeah. Why did you sound so because sure about th- that? I, because I'm pretty yeah. sure this is the one when you like briefly just read to me about the sex life part of it that oh. I said. Is, I said that's you. This one for the sex life is the worst one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and then there's secure, which is what we are. We are secure. Um, we both got secure attachment style. Implies that the person is comfortable expressing emotions openly. Um, um, the adults. What the fuck. You're, you're right, adults with secure attachment style. Yeah, they depend on their partners, and they also let their partners depend on them, which, mm-hmm. why does that sound so normal to me? I know, it's like, very weird. Just... Relationships are based on honesty, tolerance, and emotional closeness. Well, yeah. They thrive in their relationships, and they don't fear being on their own, or but they also don't fear being on their own. They See. don't depend on responsiveness or approval of their partners and tend to have a positive view of themselves. Do you ever feel funny if your partner doesn't respond right away? No. Mm, one like one time like i know like, no, like person? that's the thing like oh in many. this current relationship no yeah but I, in a in different Past relationships you i would say yes yeah okay but in this current relationship no one he always texts back fast and two if he doesn't i literally it's because he's like hey i'm doing this like he, you know whatever like i know like i don't have any reason the to communication be like, well, is be. there yeah that's the other reason um okay guys we're so fucking excited to talk about how this impacts your sex life. Yep. And like I said earlier, obviously it's going to have an impact if it has an impact on your relationships that directly I mean, impacts your sex life. I mean, these are literally, these impact every part of your life. Yeah. Like, so they're who you are. They don't, they, literally. It's, um, so your attachment style is going to play a role in how you approach um, and experience sex while secure attachment is associated with a fulfilling sex life. Not quite as fulfilling as Christians have, but <laughs> along the same lines. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but Christians have the best sex life. They have scientifically yeah. the most. Oh, oh, it's proven. There is data. I don't know where the fuck they got this data, but it's it's been proven. It's, it was yeah. on Instagram, so... <laughs> You know, we're so awful. But insecure attachment style. So the other three we talked about, um, they are less likely to be satisfied and will engage in more casual sex. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll dive right in. So for anxious attachment, um, they'll use sex as approval. They fall in love really easily and they generally mistrust their partners. Okay. So that sounds fun. Yeah. So this to me. We're not going to talk shit about people. That's yeah, we are. <laughs> what do you mean? That's what we do. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. <laughs> like, I, if the shoe fits, wear it. But, like, we're not talking about anyone specific here. I also want to point out, like, if you know you're one of these styles and you have the resources to get help yeah. and talk through some of this because yeah. it all stems from childhood, which is yeah. out of your control. Yeah. But as an adult, you have control over your life. Sidebar, did you watch The Bachelorette last night? No, but I was okay. like 30 minutes through it, but when you, or actually when I started researching this, because okay, we so I want topics. Did you see what I've... I've only seen, I haven't finished the one-on-ones. Did you see I saw one the guy the talk shit. Uh, the with, day part. With... Okay, no, no. Okay. No, I then haven't no, you're, seen You're not there yet. I'll, okay. I'll... It's the dinner. It's at dinner with one of them. 
I've seen Rachel's dinner. Okay. Wait till Gabby's dinner. Okay, cool. Dang it, I should have just kept watching them. You'll be really happy. Dang it, I like the guy she's on a date with. You're going to like him even more. Oh, God, what's he say? Does he not want kids? Does he not want to get married? (laughs) No. (laughs) He talks about how he, like, goes to therapy and how he, like, went to therapy. And they, like... Talk dirty. They, like, bond over, like... He's like, yeah, you do, like, inner child work. And she's just like, oh, my God. Like, talk literally, like, talk dirty to me. She's, like, sit on my face. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love it. Sit on my face. (laughs) But it was, like, cool to see, like, one, a guy talking about that, like literally publicly like good on we need tv more of that. and two like you gotta watch it yeah gotta watch okay it, it was really I, really I'm good team it. jason team jason um, what about the one guy who was talking shit hayden he can die i <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry hayden we don't need it i <laughs> unless your attachment style <laughs> he <I> might <laughs> when he said the bit what do you say the bitches he said i don't the, trust these bitches yeah he said he was like i wouldn't he he said something like later and they should you're on camera, dude. You can't deny it. Yeah. And like, did he try and deny? It? I haven't gotten to that part. Yeah, he. See, said, I haven't even. I didn't get to the part where he called them both bitches. He just said bitch in like general. Yeah, and he like says something about he's like comparing them both to the, his ex girlfriend. Oh, I saw that. And they it was were like, like, he was like, all, he doesn't hold a, they don't hold a candle to her. And I was like, then okay, why go? the fuck are you here? And he was like, I don't understand how oh, anyone could want to marry just wait. or who could think you that their wait. wife is in. Oh my you're god, gonna wanna, you're gonna say you hope he does too when, oh, you, when you finish this episode. We're gonna go T Swift on his ass. I'm telling you that. Oh, I can't wait now because it's gonna get juicy. Oh, this is gonna be great. Okay. All right. Um, Anyways, back one? to this. Yeah, sorry um, about that. A little sidebar. Yeah, so with anxious attachment and how it impacts their sex life, um, people with this attachment style often become obsessive and emotionally – this is what I was trying to – I okay. was prefacing. Like, I have people in my mind when I read yeah. this. Oh, same. So, I'll – well, go ahead. I have people – when I, I read this – I told you who I thought about. Same. That's yeah, who I was just thinking of, too. Crackhead. So – when and I, actually, I don't think this has to do with her childhood. I think she's oh no. just an actual fucking crackhead. That's what I'm saying. This is like a severe insecurity <laughs> yeah. issue and that like... Maybe it came... Well, I don't know her childhood, but like your it, daddy's mm, supporting you. So yeah, let's it, keep it going. Doesn't, it All doesn't right. come from that. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> um, they have strong fears of rejection. Um, even the most insignificant sign of unavailability from the partner might lead to extreme jealousy and demonstrations of anger and distrust so this is like Weird. crazy people when their boyfriends are like hey i'm at dinner with my boss and then like well, who you don't respond you- because you're at dinner with your fucking boss and it's probably rude to be on the phone mm-hmm. and they're like blowing, blowing up you your up. phone like, like where are you what why are you, are you texting me who's actually there like you're probably cheating on me that's blah, blah, disgusting blah, blah, blah. like it's gross but i've that's I, ridiculous see and i also i know i'm just Fuck the attachment style. If you yeah. ever feel that way, yeah, then you shouldn't don't be in that relationship. Be with that person. That's my other thing. If you're genuinely like, oh my god, he's not at dinner with his boss, or I think he's with this bitch, then one hundred percent. Either, but I also feel like those kinds of people will think that about anybody, and it's not necessarily. Yeah. Well, like, that's why this is because so. that a lot of times, yes, if you feel like an insecurity about a person, it's probably because they've given you a reason. Yep. But that's not necessarily always true. No, some people will just find and a fake reason it. that doesn't exist yeah. and and run with yeah. it. Okay, I, I agree. Anyways, they will often become clingy, needy, and dependent <laughs> on the attachment fig- figure, in this case, the lover, so their partner, mm-hmm. um, which is off-putting to no the partner. Shit. And their new and girlfriend. Causes, yeah, that causes problems. <laughs> I don't care. Um, so, but like th- those things, it's like a never-ending cycle. So, like you're gonna act like that, and it's not gonna make your partner and your partner love you more, you. or be nicer to you, or be more responsive to you. It's this. gonna drive them fucking nuts and break up with you. So, like you gotta figure that out. This makes me think of 
one of my exes UK like yeah it was just constant like no trust always thought I was doing something and you know me like I am the most loyal person like once I'm in the situation where I want to commit to someone right which is rare yeah so it's like the fact that I got there and then he was still like Mm -hmm. fucking crackhead I'm reading this actually um and this is funny it says in other words it's not likely that you can just be friends with an anxious person Mm -hmm. after you've been sexually involved with them which we've talked about before like when you break up with people and needing to like there Detach. is no like yeah, no. just still hooking up or whatever no, because, just because someone it's comfortable feels a different way that. and that's that's like one of our friends now yeah she's out here wilding with the dude who is like in love not even in love with her just loves the attention from yeah her. it needs to be and cut off yeah we we need to cut it off okay okay <laughs> do you want to know what you know crazy obviously mm-hmm. you know crazy mm-hmm. you want to know what he gave me today hang what? on i'll show you i'm scared yeah you should be <laughs> Oh God. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. Damn it, did I hide them? Oh, okay. Look at this. Oh my God. Do you know what that is? Yes. What I'm is not it? stupid. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> what is it? Do you really know what it is? How do you know that? I'm not dumb. I didn't know. <laughs> so I find out that this bone, he gives me this bone. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I'm like holding it in my hand. He's talking about how like it's, people use it to make jewelry. It's so valuable. Like if you look on Amazon, the necklaces are so expensive. And I'm like, okay, cool. But like, what is it? It's a fucking raccoon's cock bone. I've seen that before. What? I've seen those. So Where have I, I seen guess, that? I feel like um, it was on a TV show. Moonshiners. We'll use it as the drip okay. piece. Yeah. So out of the yeah. still, it's what they it what literally drips the moonshine into yeah. the jar. So that's where that little I think it's a balsa. I forgot it was a um, raccoon. I couldn't I thought I was like it's some rodent. I know it's a rodent. <laughs> Fucking weird. But Crazy's wife basically told me that when she got him, they looked like a chicken wing oh, or like no. a chicken bone. Because it still had, like, the meat was off of no. it. So the penis skin was off of it. But it was just, like, made. <laughs> and so and he's just like, here, Katie, have here, these. Here, take these. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? But now I'm just like, well, now I have them, and I'm going to show everyone. There you go. But they're in a bag, so we don't have to touch them anymore. Yeah. But also, Crazy's wife was like, yeah, I clean them. They soaked. Like, they're good. And I was like, that's oh, a penis bone. Yeah. That's oh, a penis bone. Yeah. What else is it used for? I don't know. It's not okay. Not okay. Why, where do they get them? I, I don't. I, uh, I don't know. A raccoon's dick. <laughs> Good point. I was like, what the fuck Good point. To? But um, I'm gonna make it into a necklace. Okay. And give it to my mom for her birthday. <sighs> she was not happy about that. I showed it to mom. She was like, Oh my god. And I was like, I'm gonna make you a beautiful necklace. She was like, I don't want that. And I was like, It's gonna be beautiful. Just wait. You're gonna wear it. You're gonna wear it every day. This People is for are giving me like, such security. <laughs> Thanks for being such a great mom. <laughs> oh my god, this poor lady. I'm Sorry, bad. I don't even know. We're on where avoid- the fuck. Yeah, I'm about. Okay, so avoidant okay. attachment styles. You are less likely to fall in love and more likely to engage in casual sex. Okay, this is the one that like kind of sounded like middle ground to me. So let's see. Like as far as okay, so it was like they like to be in a relationship, but they don't need to be in a relationship. Yeah, kind they of thing. typically have a. Does that say deactivated? Deactivated attachment, attachment style. Oh. System. Okay, so I'm right. down. Yeah, you are. You're fine. Um, they do not seek proximity and intimacy. They avoid the display of emotions and appear distant and cold. I'm surprised I don't have more of this. Oh. Too. I think it's because you're warm with the people that you 
care and yeah. love for. I think that's a lot of mine too, but I'm like reading this and I'm like, hey, that's me unless I really give a fuck about you. Yeah, people who have this style less likely to fall in love. They don't seem to believe in happily ever after. They I fear don't. intimacy and tend to be less involved in relationships. Um, their relationships are often unsatisfying, which they contribute to by engaging in uh, relationally destructive behaviors, sabotaging the relationship. Fun! <laughs> that, honest, no, this isn't me. Considering that sex typically requires physical and psychological proximity, it can invoke cus- discomfort and avoidant individuals. Therefore, adults with this attachment style don't enjoy their sexual experience. That makes me They're sad. They're also not likely to enjoy passionate and affectionate foreplay. Mm. Passionate and affectionate <laughs> foreplay. That's what we need in our lives. <laughs> not avoidant people, though. They don't need it. No, they don't want it. Dang, that's sad. So avoidant people just don't they, they just have sex it sounds like for other people's pleasure not for their own is it for like their ego at all i don't know if that has anything to do with, i don't know i think it's well, like look, literally so just something that you feel like you need to do so you're gonna do it okay like That's sad that is sad okay so and then last one is disorganized it's not last one second to last am i okay oh secure <laughs> secure is like Elite. Yeah, it's elite, so I don't count it. Um, Disorganized. They feel... This one's sad. Unworthy of love. They pursue casual sex. And I don't want to... I'm not reading the last part. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Okay. I don't know how much data this supports or is supporting this, and I just don't feel comfortable throwing that out there. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I'm going to leave it out then. If you want to know, though, DM me, and I'll tell you. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Disorganized individuals tend to swing between anxious and avoidant. Um, Basically... what we're avoiding saying contributes to this last part that it creates an overall unstable and unpredictable behavioral pattern. Yeah. Um, when it relates to sex. To their sex. They're not. They're and their sex life. Mostly all stemming from the belief that they're unworthy of love. They have low self-esteem. No self-image. They have difficulty trusting and relying on their lovers. Um, and therefore, they often pursue emotion-free and casual sex. Um, they seek emotionless sex, but on the other hand, wait, what? Oh, that contributes more to like their issue. Like it's the same thing with the anxious, like acting that way doesn't solve any of your problems and your partner's not going to fix those problems for you. It just makes everything worse. Yeah. Oh, this last one's sad. So it says that, um, if they do enter a relationship and oh, they often end up in passive, submissive or secondary roles. So does that just so mean like they the literally chick. are trying to plead? Oh, I'm thinking secondary. Oh, roles. see, I just thought of like, they just take the back seat. Like their partner's needs are before everything Probably. else. But then which their partner's needs could be having a side chick. Ugh. And they're just like, cool, I could do that because why not? They're unworthy Where of being they? the main chick, anyways, according well, to Well, they not don't to me. see yeah. themselves as. Well, that, honestly, I don't want to. That one makes me really sad. That is um, sad. The other ones, I feel like it's a little more manipulative and you try and like get yeah. things out of people or make people feel I feel, feel like this one is like. They didn't do. This one's like more like based on like trauma I was, and like. Yeah, I kind of feel like they're doing this to protect. Their them, inner child. Themse- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brutal. I think so too. All right. So the last and most elite yes. of them all is secure. You have an affectionate. Um, you see. Wait, what? You seek. You're, are affectionate and yes. you seek long term relationships and you're less likely to engage in casual sex. Yes. Which casual sex is fine if that's what you totally want. Totally fine. Yeah, do it. Um, Adults with secure attachment generally have low levels of both anxiety and avoidance. Securely attached individuals are less likely to worry about their self-worth or their role in a relationship. Um, Which I agree. But I also feel like like we both got secure. But I feel like if I would have taken this test like two years ago, 
I would not have gotten as I would not have scored as highly on the secure part. Right. I probably would have had more of the anxious. Why I like this one because it was part. specific to like your current relationship. Yeah. So it's like in this one you are secure. Yeah. So it says they tend to feel good about themselves and their love lives. They usually seek long term and committed relationships based on trust, mutual understanding, and emotional emotional closeness. Um, once they're in these relationships, they securely attach wait can you help me please am i <laughs> you're right securely attached adults feel satisfied and positive about their sex lives they're comfortable with experimenting and trying new things in the bedroom they are also less likely to use sex to manipulate others and feed their okay. egos see that's why i thought that the other ones were so much more like because they manipulative do. and like this is for me and yeah just weirdness um there were a few more like little things that we can touch on for each one okay. so it gives you like um 10 signs of like you being anxious or what the fuck is preoccupied that's um the anxious one oh. see like this is what i was talking about they engage in sexual activities to satisfy the need for security and love oh. like it's not about them enjoying sex or oh, okay. anything it's literally for and then the next one using sex to provoke your partner's attentiveness yeah. availability and caregiving behavior like thinking if you have sex <gasps> with them they're gonna me? love you more no i'm just kidding but i feel like you should want to Oh, okay. You can still want to fuck your partner and not be yeah. manipulative. I'm sorry. I'm just like... Yeah, fuck? you still can, but some people this, just have ulterior motives. Okay. This makes sense. I've been guilty of that. Yeah. Like, when you keep hooking up with your ex after you guys shouldn't be... You shouldn't be together. After you're broken you up, you, that. that's, there's, you're doing that for a reason. Yeah. Like, you're not doing that for no reason. There's anybody else in the world you could have sex with if you really you wanted pick to that person but that goes into like the other one on this list it says lower um self-perceived attractiveness mm-hmm. and self-esteem and self-doubt yeah so that makes sense so you would go back to these partners and yeah look for that there um being unfaithful to your partner um being an emotional liability <laughs> that's my new favorite term <laughs> and falling in love easily yeah oh. no could not be me um. no um extreme Sexual attraction, jealousy, and feelings of obsession. Mm-hmm. Yup. This just keeps... In adolescence, sex is an attempt to prevent abandonment. Mm. Engaging in unwanted sexual... So, like, exactly, like, mm-hmm. not doing it for you. You're doing it for... For someone else. For someone Which else. you should never. We've talked never. about that. Okay. Um, signs of avoidance. What do you got? Discomfort with sexual activities because they require intimacy. So, like... Oh, this was the one where they didn't feel comfortable being yeah, sexually like, active. Or because, having yeah, that connection with someone. Because they can't put the emotional and the physical part together. Yeah. Uh, they use sex to manipulate partners, too, to protect yourself from the partner's negative yeah. effect, to reduce stress. Yeah, so it says that they have little to no sexual activity or they just have completely emotionless sex. They use sex to maximize control and emotional distance. So they don't enjoy foreplay because oh, poor guys. that's not the point of uh, what they're they trying to do. They pursue non-committed or casual relationships. They fantasize about sex with someone other, other than, than their, their partner. partner. <laughs> Having affairs or short-term sexual relationships. Obviously, this is super broad and yeah. that goes back to like if you know that this is your style you can work on it to hey not cheat or yeah. to not do these things so i feel like this is one that's th- your attachment style does not justify your actions you cannot no. be a fucking dick and you can't then just use say them this as an excuse why. yeah right yeah go to therapy absolutely not your Thank childhood you. could have been awful and i'm so sorry for that but that does not justify you being a terrible person to someone else it doesn't at it all. really doesn't and like what i always say once you get to the point of being able to recognize that like there's nothing wrong with having a certain attachment style there's nothing wrong with having trauma or any of those things but once you can reach the point of being able to recognize it 
you need to be able to do something about it too. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like we say that about everything. Literally. Like self-awareness people. Come on. Oh god. All right. So some of the disorganized um little thingies. What am I trying to say? Um yeah, for the disorganized having, one. So I feel like most of these we touched on having submissive secondary and passive roles and in intimate relationships. You have low level um of intimacy and involvement with your romantic partners. Mm-hmm. You pursue emotionless sex. Mm-hmm. Um, no Low levels of self-confidence, yeah. believing that you're unworthy of love and affection. Oh, that's sad. And then we're going to go sad. through all of the secure ones because secure is the biggest. Yep. Um, so preferring sexual activity and committed romantic relationships, seeking long-term relationships based on trust, mutual understanding and warmth, which I feel like the warmth part, they really didn't need to put in there. No, it's a little unnecessary. It's like kind of cringe. It's bringing out our avoidant, yeah. our avoidant attachment <laughs> We're style. We're back to avoidant, guys. Um, so they have um, more positive sexual... What is that word? Self-shemas. What's a... Sh- we should get a shema. Oh, wait. We're going to go um, to... I don't want to keep naming places because you, oh, we you guys literally show up. Literally. So, um, I'll tell you after this, okay. but we're going to go somewhere for someone's birthday soon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what else we got? They're comfortable with experimenting in the bedroom with their long-term partners. They enjoy sex and being comfortable with intimacy. No doubts, fewer doubts about their intimate relationships. Um, Being more sexually restrictive? What does that mean? Fewer one-night stands and main motive for sex is to express love. That's interesting. Or to come. What? (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Um... Fewer negative and more positive and passionate emotions during sexual activity. That just reminded me of the tweet I sent you. What was it? You know I haven't been on Twitter. About getting in a fight. Oh, yeah. No, that shit was so (laughs) funny. It was like, I don't, or I want to fight, but I'm scared they'll choke me and I'll come in. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yep. I need to show you my butt before you leave, Okay. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. (laughs) We're fucking great. Um, Okay. I hope we didn't just butcher that and give you guys horrible information we well we really didn't tried. we read the information straight from the most credible source of this information yeah so do with that what you will yeah and if you guys will um add the link for both quizzes even though the one yeah. sucks and whatever um that way you guys can do i'm sorry but the numbers don't add up That's i know it does it That's really doesn't so upset me too same i literally uh, said the i was same confused thing. i was like this does not make sense I so the if they could understand their numbers then maybe i'd be okay with it but whatever. um next week we're gonna talk about Ooh. cringy moments we're gonna have a special guest we're gonna have guys. a special guest so we'll post on instagram we'll all post on instagram yeah, and have people send in their cringy stories oh i hope we we've did. got tons uh, we could do probably hours worth yeah. of just our stuff i'm even gonna like reach out to people and get some that i couldn't think i already texted yeah. ashley and was like hey you got any uk because yeah. like we got some good shit mm-hmm. um so we'll have a lot of content and, and it'll be more lighthearted and less like yeah you we, guys all meet therapy yeah well <laughs> you do okay and so do i we all do it's good for you i think we need to be more accepting of that we should be all right well thank you guys for listening um sorry we took so long to get back to you we've both just been go 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 yeah and honestly i just kind of needed a little break yeah. and then our timings were weird so yeah. we'll try not Lots to do it again actually um we need to It'll i need be to, better yeah we will um all right guys this is katie and sabrina this is no random acts bye bye why did you drink your water i don't know you did that <laughs> <laughs> we stopped Thank you.